You're listening to Relocation, a podcast about people, places and ideas, and how location connects the three. I'm Evan Wallace, thanks for listening. And it's that word, relocation, that plays a defining role on this edition of the podcast. For the last few weeks, I've been in Ballingen, New South Wales, which we're exploring this time on the show. Ballingen is a town of 3,000 people, 500 kilometres north of Sydney, and just 15 kilometres inland from the coast. It's stunning and tropical. Just take it from the people who live here. God's country. It's a beautiful place to live. It uh, doesn't matter whether you're interested in bush, scenery, ocean, mountains, we've got the lot. Oh. So the only thing I miss is it's a long way to go skiing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would call it the promised land. It's beautiful. You've got a nice little village life. You're also just in the middle of the bush. It's a yeah. bit of a social bubble from the rest of the world. When I arrived in Bellingen, I wasn't too sure what sort of conversations I would have. Being somewhere that has such an ideal climate and environment, I wondered how much of a bubble I would find. It took me a little while to find the rhythm of this town, to get from the bliss that goes with tropical living to learn a bit more about what daily life looks like. It didn't come as too much of a surprise that most people who I met didn't originally come from Ballingen, and it's their experiences which shape this edition of Relocation. This is a town that has had more than a few waves of new residents, as Neil explains. Um, well, there's the, old, there's the people that have lived here um, all of their lives, mm-hmm. um, and then there's people like me that's been here 30 years. And, and it's a really mo- a moving popula- population. Um, um, it's a shifting population. People come and go. That's Neil, and this is Relocation. Peter, who I met on a sunny Saturday afternoon, reading his book out in the park, also talked about the shifting population dynamics. Oh, nowadays it's a mixture. It's a bit of a hodgepodge. When I first come here, it was mainly... Um, the local people, most of whom were dairy farmers, um, but as they've been bought out, it's, the demographics changed. More people have come in from different areas, different walks of life. Do you think that's changed the town a lot with different groups and different waves of people moving here? Yeah, it has to a certain extent. Um, it's not the laid-back country centre it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, people demand something different in town, so lots of coffee shops and that sort of thing, aren't they? But mm-hmm. originally there was a hardware store, two supermarkets, uh, not much else. Anyway, um, there was bigger employers back then. There was Roadmaster Haulage at Dorigo and Norco and a few others, but mm-hmm. a lot of those have moved. Yeah, Norco's, yeah. Norco's still here, but yeah. A lot of that's been made up by uh, different different rural enterprises. Mm-hmm. So it's changed more to beef cattle now than dairy. So mm-hmm. That was Peter, who's lived in Bellingen for about 40 years with some of the town's history. Danny, who you're about to hear from, is originally from Sydney. And he's one of those people who has recently moved to Bellingen from one of the major cities. 
I found his story a fairly good representation of the complex range of factors that lead people to the mid-north coast of New South Wales. I had to pinpoint it. I can't pinpoint it, unfortunately. There's too many variables. Yeah. Uh, uh, combination of lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Um, the business was needing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, various people were leaving the business and I needed to come up and work. Uh, my partner lives in Bellingen. Yep. And a wanted, that's a good reason to come. <laughs> wanted me to come up here. And I guess COVID happening at the same time. And, and then all these other things, like everything. I'm not really the type of guy that goes, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm getting the vibe that I should do this. But that is certainly what happened. Yeah. The vibe was that all these weird little things were happening and in the time that I was making the decision of whether to come to Bellow or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything was pointing to Bellow. And I don't like change and I don't like decisions. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I, but I went Did for this one. Yeah. Unlike Danny's experience, for Joe and Elle, it was far more of an intentional decision to move somewhere with a greater connection to nature and alternative education. First up, it's Elle. What brought the two of you here? Um, I moved here um, seeking community as well as, um, yeah, looking for um, a Steiner school um, for my children to be a part of. Yeah, really nice. How about you, Jo? Um, the weather and the salt water and the fresh water and the community and the Steiner school. Yeah. That's a really, really good combination. My sense of being here, and I've been here for the for the last week, is that nature plays a, a really, really incredible role, an important role for people who, who live here. And one of the big, big attractions is that connectivity with it. Is, is that something which you two really appreciate about Bellingen, um, Elle? Yeah, it's the connection to um, nature, as well as just um, learning how... Um, coinciding with nature we can do so at our best um, respectfully. The role of Bellingen's climate which is the most temperate in Australia and the surrounding waterfalls and national parks plays a huge role pulling people in. It was the strongest factor behind why Neil who you heard from earlier moved from Melbourne to Bellingen. If you cast your mind back 30 years whereabouts did you move from to come to Bellingen and what and what brought you here? I was in uh, in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and what brought me here? I just it was midwinter, and I was working for a council in Melbourne. Um, I went on a frosty morning to work. It was six degrees, and uh, and it was even colder than that. There was frost everywhere, and uh, yeah, frost everywhere. And, uh, and then it clouded over and rained. Um, and that was enough. It was sort of think, there's got to be something different than this. And anyway, uh, I, eventually I came here to people I met yeah. in Melbourne and I said, come and visit us, and I did. And here I am, 30 years later. Wow, 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 wow. That's, a, that's incredible, incredible how much weather drove the move as well too. But not at all surprising when it's been so incredibly sunny and it has the marvellous climate that it does at the moment. I mean, we're in August at the moment, which is still winter, but, you know, by the standards of a, a lot of cities, this is an absolutely blissful, blissful climate. 
it's it's a, uh, this is the best time of year. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So thinking about the 30 years that you've been in Ballingen, what is it about the town that you most appreciate? Um, uh, the people. The people? Yeah. Yeah. Running into people like this, this fine lady here. <laughs> and um, uh, singing, uh, choirs, um, uh, theatre, um, community. Not everyone in Ballingen is altogether happy with the number of people who have moved there. That was definitely how Tell saw it. To people out there who might be thinking about moving to Ballingen, as someone who's based there, what sort of what what what, what sort of message would you pass on? Um, please don't. <laughs> to be, I don't mean to be rude or like un- unwelcoming, but it's just you think about it like people come to Bello and it's this nice little town and it's this nice little community and and I understand why people want to come here I completely understand but there's simply there's not enough work there's not enough housing Mm -hmm. we don't have the infrastructure and by the time the infrastructure catches up to Mm -hmm. the amount of people who are wanting to come here it's not going to be the same nice little town Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the community will be completely different it'll be populated and like you won't be able to come down to the river and enjoy a nice day just chilling with your friends without drama and chaos and rubbish everywhere and like that it'll all change. I found Tell's direct approach to be very refreshing particularly as she explored the link between her love of the environment and her concerns for overdevelopment. Personally for me what I love most here is the flora and fauna I love I just I love the landscape and I just love this area it's there's something really special here I think um it's going to be really heartbreaking to see it built up too much it's and the community here is really beautiful too it's such a beautiful community and I think that a lot of people especially people moving here from large cities who grew up in large cities and don't have such a deep sense of community as more people who don't share the same community values come into the space those values will change Mm. with the population Um, and that's something that I think could potentially be lost as well. The role of nature is such a drawcard for people considering moving to Ballingen and bringing people back. Here's Bianca who has moved to Ballingen after living in Melbourne for the past nine years and Taylor the only born and bred Bellow local on this episode of Relocation on the Role of Nature. The drive in from the highway into Bellingen has like totally shocked me for like the last couple of months since I've been driving it because it's just like literally driving it's like the most fluorescent green on the grass like it's so crazy yeah it's like a green you've never seen before it's like just green 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 there's water everywhere people are smiling people are happy um, it's just really idyllic like just think of like every little village or something from a storybook or a fairy tale or whatever it might be that you grew up listening to that sort of paints the picture of Bellingen quite a bit I like that that's a beautiful <laughs> description very 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 graphic yeah yeah <laughs> um, Taylor do you want to have a go oh I would just yeah it's, idyllic is a perfect word I would just call it paradise you know it's 
close like in the valley close to the mountains close to the coast yeah it's it's beautiful both bianca and taylor had their own contrasting perspectives on the increasing number of new ballingen residents I, I don't know, I'm I'm not a local, so I haven't seen the major transformation, but yeah. as somebody new, it's it's cool. Like, you know, I want to see a small businesses grow. And yeah. I think that there is a younger generation of people coming up that, you know, want these things. Um, so there's, I think there's enough room for everybody if, if, it, if it's allowed. Um, there's definitely, people talk a lot about house shortages and things like that, but I guess that's, you know, that's a, a bigger problem that people can can talk about. I can't really voice a lot with that. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. only been here for a couple of months, but I've personally found it really welcoming, mm -hmm. and everyone's been really great. Cool. What about for you, uh, mate, and seeing um, seeing Ballinge and change over over the years? I mean, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of positives with the growth of the town and stuff. Like, it's a beautiful place, and I can understand why everybody wants to come here mm -hmm. and visit or set up shop and stuff like that. Um, most of the time everyone's pretty welcoming and stuff, but at the same time it is a pretty small place mm -hmm. that isn't really suited for like, I guess the influx of tourists and stuff mm -hmm. and gentrification and stuff that's happening over the last few years. So that's been pretty challenging, I guess, for the locals. But um, I don't know, there's pros and cons for both sides. It's just been, it's just been funny watching it, uh, you know, grow into like the popular spot that it is yeah, nowadays. I can imagine yeah. that for sure, a little bit surreal at times. That's Bianca and Taylor. You're listening to Relocation, which has been the underlying theme on this edition on Ballingen. As an outsider coming into town, and with that as a common point of connection, it was hard to steer away from the experience of venturing from point A to point B. I was grateful for Danny's help in exploring some of the stereotypes and assumptions on life inside the Ballingen bubble. I don't really know. I've been coming up here for a long time. If I hadn't, if I'd only just come up here, like for the first time recently, I guess my my original thoughts would have been that it was, you know, a town full of hippies, you know, mm -hmm. of pot smoke and drug taking hippies. And sure, there's that. And sure, there's there's that's certainly there. But it is in a lot of small towns. It is everywhere, right? That mm -hmm. was just just a little cute little country town, you know. Just like the world, you know, it's just a smaller version of the world. They've got the different types of people, little different percentages. There's great people, there's nice people, there's some dickheads as well, you know, there's a bit of everything. Um, I don't know, it's, it's, I guess I haven't spent a lot of time in a lot of little country towns to know the difference. I like it. It's got a great sense of community. I like community. That's Danny exploring some of the stereotypes of Ballingen. Ballingen is definitely community-minded and a place that is protective of its special turf on earth. In these challenging times, there's also an appreciation of how lucky residents are to be in a town that has remained COVID-free, as Peter explains. Strange and different time in Australia at the moment. I'm, I'm originally from Melbourne uh, and I've been on the road for the last couple of months and travelling from, from town to town and yeah, it's really struck me how closed off um, the states are at the moment with borders closed in you know, from South Australia to New South Wales and now Queensland and Victoria as well too. So my, my big general question is how are you feeling about being in Australia right now? I'm quite happy to be in Australia right now. Look at some of the other countries and what they're putting up with. 
Um, and in some cases, they're not doing en enough or anything to protect the citizens. Mm -hmm. um, as far as I can see, we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. There's minor restrictions like travelling interstate, that sort of thing, but um, as we improve, that'll change. Yeah. So it'll open up again that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so will the opportunities. So. This is Relocation, a podcast about people, places and ideas and how location connects the three. On this edition, we've managed to pierce the Ballingen bubble, even if it's just a little bit. But I want to finish by giving you a sense of what life in town really looks and feels like. And to do this, I'll introduce you to Tui. Tui's a 14-year-old Ballingen resident who's been living in Bello for almost half his life. He's an exceptional young guy who is going to give you a sense of what it's like to grow up here, some of the town's magic, and his incredible philosophy on a year that hasn't at all gone to plan. I'm Evan Wallace, and I'll see you somewhere in the world next time. Tui, how long have you lived in Bellingen? I've lived in Bellingen since I was eight, and I'm now 14, so that's a few years now. Yeah, yeah, Six yeah. years? Good six years. Whereabouts were you before? I was up in Queensland, up on the Gold Coast area, so I ranged all around there. Yeah. Up from Burley Heads down into Tweed Heads, New South Wales. Wow, you've, um, you've really covered a lot of ground, a lot more ground than, than a lot of folk. Um, what, uh, what took you down to Ballingen? Um, my mum grew up here when she was younger yeah. with her family and they owned a lot of the shops in Bellingen. And yeah, so she thought she'd move back because we all moved up there. Mm -hmm. Then we came back and she wanted to raise us here. Aww. So yeah, then we never left. Nice one. And for you, nice sort of general question how do you enjoy life in Ballingen? what what is it is it uh do you like do you like the town yeah it's a really nice town it's nice and quiet it's not like the cities where it's really busy yeah. it's just nice and quiet got a lot of friends here can yeah. hang out walk around town yeah tell me what keeps you busy during the week what sort of things you guys get up to um, or, or do you get up to as well individually as well so when i'm not playing sports i'm either working up at my uncle's shop up the street or hanging at home going down to the river i like to sit down on the river sometimes and just chill there it's a really beautiful river i think that one thing i really really like about ballingen is that it's so embedded in so much wonderful nature with forests all around and you cross over the river just getting into town um what about you what are your favorite spots nature spots around here um glen f is probably always one that i like to go to yeah but i also like the point over on the other side of ballingen just in a Good little spot, good swimming hole. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the bush up the top near my nan and pop's house, it's always got a really nice look up, lookout up there mm -hmm. and you good walking tracks and things. Oh, cool. You really know you really know all the spots. Um, this year's been really a different year for everyone in 2020, um, especially where I'm from. I'm from Melbourne, um, by the way. I've been uh, on the road for a little while now, a couple of months, um, but... Um, even here in New South Wales, it's uh, especially how the year started, it's been a little bit uh, quite different. How, how has COVID-19 affected your life and, and uh, experiences here in Ballingen? Um, well, it's been really different because I've always been right into sports, so I obviously haven't been able to play a lot of sports and I've always liked to interact with the community and things, mm -hmm. going to Bello and work at when my uncle had the golf club, worked down there, so I got to know a lot of people, but sort of a bit quieter, not as much, can't interact with as many people. Yeah, so a sense of things really quietening down. Yeah. yeah. It's 
just a really different atmosphere. It was not your normal Bellingen where you could just walk up, see every Tom, Dick and Harry in the mm-hmm. IGA. Yeah. Yeah, just a bit weird. Cause, but in the cities, it was obviously a lot different because you could still interact in here, in Bellingen, but not as much as you usually could. Do you have a sense of things slowly starting to get back to normal? Yeah, there's a lot of things starting. I don't really know of anything going on around here that still goes under COVID. You obviously have the restricted people in the premises and things, but that's really about it. Otherwise, everything's pretty well back to normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, If you really had to describe Ballinger into sort of a general question um but i always interested in how people when they live in a city how they describe that city to people who aren't all that familiar with it if you had to describe Ballingen to someone who had never been here before so they're not at all familiar with it they might be from somewhere in western australia a long way away and uh, they didn't know about coughs they didn't know about the region so they're really sort of coming from no, a no knowledge point how would you describe Ballingen to that person I'd describe it as a really lovely town with some really great people, mm. nice and quiet, and you can. It's pretty good to raise a family here because they don't. You don't have to like. It's not as where if you're in the city, you can't just send them out and walk the streets and things. It's mm-hmm. a little bit dodgier. Where in Bellingen, it's quite a safe town, so you can walk around with your mates a lot safer, and it's just a really beautiful area. Yeah. It's just got about everything here, other than beaches and massive skyscrapers well, beaches aren't that far away though it's pretty good it's like what uh 15 minutes down down the down waterfall way yeah it's obviously not too far just no walking distance to go hang out with your mates though <laughs> you've uh, you've obviously been born in queensland and uh had a bit of a good time down on the uh, right on the coast there oh yeah my dad <laughs> still lives up there so about every holidays every winter yeah go jump in the ocean yeah, go yeah. for a walk down the beach <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, and Tui, if, um, just uh, thinking about the rest of the year, um, it's a bit of a personal question, but I'm keen to know, what are you looking forward to the most about, we've only got, say, September, October, November, uh, December, four months left of the year. The year's flown by. What are you looking forward to the most about the, the rest of the year? Probably looking forward to is to see what COVID's going to do, obviously, see if... 2021 is going to start off with a bang mm-hmm. and yeah and obviously because there's been a few terrible things in 2020 I'd like to get it all over with and try and start 2021 with a great year i think that's a really really good healthy philosophy and just sort of taking it all as it comes along and being hopeful that uh that things are on the up too it's been really cool chatting with you thanks for chatting with me on relocation <laughs> thank you